Hello, everyone, and welcome to Disney WTF, where we talk about what's the fuss about Disney. For those that don't know us yet, uh, we are a Disney couple, and one of us is a Disney fanatic, and one of us is not. And this is episode 33. Yeah. Welcome. Yes. Episode 33. That's my age. That's correct. I just realized that. Yes. You know how when you reach a certain age, you forget how old you are? Yes. Because of trauma? Or like when your birthday is? Yeah, that is true. <laughs> How's it going? It's going very well. Yeah? Are you enjoying your post-Disney blues like I am? You mean like feeling like I'm hungover? <laughs> That's what I felt like today. Like that super tired feeling? Yeah. Yeah, I've got, I've got the Disney blues. I'm hoping that this is going to remedy some of that, and I know it will, so that I'm excited about. Headlines. Okay. <laughs> so, first headline. And this is something that... Disney people have been suspecting for a really, really long time. Mm -hmm. Stitch's Great Escape. It is officially announced that it will be closing. Oh. Permanently. Oh, it sucks. So remember when we kind of talked about um, a couple a couple shows ago where they were Disney was opening it up for just the season. So for from like the 23rd of December to mm -hmm. January 6th, just during that really, really busy time at the parks, they're going to be opening it up. Mm -hmm. Well, it turns out, after January 6th, when they close it, it's just closed. Oh, man. Forever. I wonder if there's, like, fanatics out there boycotting. You know what? I feel like a lot of people... There's probably a few big Stitch fans that are going to be upset about it, but I think for the most part, mm -hmm. a lot of people are, are ready to see something new in that place. Mm. Which is crazy because it's, like, another thing at Disney is going to be going under renovation and it's going to be yeah. one less thing to do, I suppose. But mm. not that it was ever open for that long during the year but but still yeah another another new thing to look forward to i would say yeah cool so, had they said what they're gonna replace it with not yet oh. yeah not yet but i really think that it's going to be amazing well because it's disney exactly oh my gosh so you think so too no i'm saying that's why you think that oh okay <laughs> <laughs> i really thought like i really thought you were going like of course it's gonna be amazing it's disney that's wow funny. richie that's amazing yeah. <laughs> All right. The last headline I have is a business headline that I think is really going to interest you. So Disney has acquired 21st Century Fox. Oh, yeah. I was seeing some headlines about that. What okay. uh, what would happen? What, why is it a big deal? Well, it's a big deal because it's it's another company that's under the Disney umbrella. So and it's interesting. I'm not really sure how show business works in this way, but Disney now owns ABC and 21st Century Fox. So I don't know if that somehow is going to affect the future of things. But, but they already owned ABC, right? Yeah, they already oh, okay. did. They already did. But one of the things that I think will be interesting in the future, I mean, this was a big acquisition and there's a lot of properties under the under the 21st Century Fox um, name. Mm -hmm. So I just think it'll be interesting to see how they integrate those properties into the parks. And now the one that I would love to see integrated is Titanic. I'm kind of saying that as a joke, but because the, the the 20th anniversary of Titanic, the movie just happened, mm -hmm. and it was like one of my favorite movies when I was younger. I saw it three times in theaters. Okay. I mean, it's just it's a classic for young girls all the way yeah. of, of, of the <laughs> '90s all the way around. That's funny. So you think there'll be like a ride or something, like in like you sinking? I don't know. <laughs> just saying. How does the ride end? Well, I don't know. I'm just saying it could be like Twister. Oh, that's true. I guess that's that's a good point. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so 
they're they're going to but an example of like the properties is for instance the Simpsons mm-hmm. which the Simpsons have a big presence in Universal Studios in Orlando at least that I know of so I mean I wonder if that has somehow has something to do with the future of that mm-hmm. but maybe the Simpsons will be integrated into Disney eventually like Marvel was so Marvel was it at Universal Disney acquired it and now it's going to be a part of you know Disney it's part of a ton of Disney things now because that was mm-hmm. a while ago so did they stop using the Marvel stuff at Universal though? Not right. There's like agreements and timelines that they have in place where mm-hmm. at some point, and this was weird. It was like east of the Mississippi there was a timeline, and west of the Mississippi there was a timeline. God. You know, it's, it's business, I, mm-hmm. entertainment. Mm-hmm. Um, so I imagine some of those things are going to be set in place for 21st Century Fox as well. Interesting. Yeah, but enough of news. Let's get into something that I'm really excited about. And sad about at the same time because it ended. But our 2017 holiday trip report. Yes. And this was, I don't want to say it was a unique trip because it's 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 standard Disney trip at the same time. But I think that we did a lot of new things that maybe we didn't do on previous trips. Mm-hmm. And it's during the holidays. So it's really, really exciting in general. Mm-hmm. So let's get started. Let's do it. Okay, so the first thing I want to talk about is the planning, which I don't know if you realize this, Richie, but we didn't do much planning beforehand. No, no, we didn't. Yeah. (laughs) The way, the way, so our, our traveling party, it was me, Richie, Richie's mom, and my sister and her two kids who are two years old and nine months old. So we had a vast array of different um, people, age groups, age groups come mm-hmm. with us, and it it was it was one of those things where we just like, hey, we're going. Let's let's see if we can find a hotel. Which luckily, we did find a Florida resident room, kind of at the last minute because I booked it like three days before we left. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we actually had to book two rooms, so luckily we had two rooms that we that we found at All Star Music, and then we made a few fast passes for Magic Kingdom because we planned to go to Magic Kingdom and Hollywood Studios, which we did. And yeah, I mean, it was kind of thrown together, but I think it all worked out. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Well, we did none of that stuff. We didn't do any of the fast passes. Well, we'll get into that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we drove in that morning from um, Miami and it, I always have like a worry for Richie because he's, he's like the type of guy who, who's really tired when he wakes up. He's not a morning person at all. Yeah. Especially if it's four in the morning. Well, I mean, you got to get there. I know, but I'm just saying it's early. (laughs) Yeah, so when we arrived at the Transportation and Ticket Center, you know, you can kind of get a feel from the parking lot about how crowd levels were going to be. And we didn't get there at Rope Drop or anything because, you know, we were not trying to really, really go ham because it's really hard to go ham when you have like a nine-month-old and a two-year-old in your possession. I don't know if everyone knows what ham is. Maybe we should clarify that. So... Why don't you clarify yeah. that? I feel so like you'd be better at that. The term ham, for those that may not be familiar, is uh, hard as a mofo, but the, the M is a little bit more profane. Is that a word? People know what mofo means, I think. Okay, well, that's I, what that means. It's hard <laughs> as a mofo. So in case yeah. people don't know the sh- what ham means. Cause, not cause just a lunch meat. <laughs> they didn't, you guys didn't know what hype man was initially, so I need, feel like I needed to clarify this too. Oh, Okay. I could see that. It's in that same category. All right. Well, thank you for the, <laughs> thank you for the clarification, yeah. G. All right. 
So when we arrive at the transportation ticket center, the parking lot's actually not that crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't think the, the crowd levels were too, too bad, just judging by the um, parking lot. What did you think? I couldn't really tell. It wasn't like overwhelmingly empty or full to me. So that means it wasn't overwhelmingly full to you. Well, because I, I remember when I drove through there, there was empty spaces, you know? Like when we were driving in, I was like, okay, there's spaces there. So that means it's not full, mm-hmm. but it's a, uh, but I don't know. I can't tell because it's such a big parking lot that I, I never really know like if it's actually packed or not because there's always a lot of cars and a lot of parking space. So that's a good point. It's really hard <laughs> to know. Like I can't, I can't show up and be like, oh my God, this looks crazy. I just show up and every time I'm just like, this is crazy. So amongst like, I mean, I guess that's a good point because amongst a million parking spots, if half are full, it's still 500,000 parking spots yeah, that are full. <laughs> exactly. So it's hard to tell from me. With five people in each car. Or, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, all right. Well, but my suspic- my suspicions were right, though. Because mm-hmm. once we got to the park, it really wasn't that full. And I feel like full being relative because we all know that Disney World, especially Magic Kingdom, with its crazy, crazy Christmas stuff and holiday offerings, that it gets super duper packed. And like to the point where you can't even walk down Main Street mm-hmm. with a double wide stroller. So I didn't think it was really, really that packed, as I, or at least as packed as I thought it would be, mm-hmm. especially on the last weekend before blackout dates, which is what it was. Yeah, but th- wasn't there a, um, a Christmas party? Yeah, so that night there was going to be the Very Merry Christmas party. So it could be that maybe people weren't going to Magic Kingdom earlier in the day because they were going at night for the Christmas party. Mm-hmm. And that has to be why it wasn't like as packed, I would say. Yeah, it's definitely a good theory, and I think it's pretty sound. Plus, uh, too, also being that it was like the last blackout dates, not everyone, you know, has the ability to like. Oh my God, we have to go. It's like, cause it's the last blackout date. So let's go really quick. Mm-hmm. You know, like not everyone has that ability to do that. Yeah. Maybe. So that was like maybe another thing. Like we got lucky that we just happened to have the weekend off from work yeah. on the last weekend of blackout Or maybe dates. everyone thought it was going to be super packed because it was the last weekend for a blackout date. So like, we're not going to go then because it might be too packed. Yeah. <laughs> so like it reversed it all. <laughs> that was a lot of people thinking that then. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> it's possible. It is possible. I mean... Or all of those things could be a factor. Mm-hmm. So sure. a little bit of people thinking about the Christmas party, mm-hmm. a few people thinking, oh, blackout dates, we can't, we can't go. So all of those things led to a very pleasantly crowded, but not too crowded park, yeah. I would say. True. All right. So when we got there, Richie beelined for Starbucks, of course, because, I mean... He's not, he's not himself without a cup of coffee in his hand. Um, but while we were waiting for Richie to go through the Starbucks line, me, my sister, and her kids discovered what I now found out is called the Hublon, which thank you to Bianca, which you would you remember from our, her Disneyland Paris trip report. She told me it's actually called the Hublon, mm-hmm. which you know refers to the hub in front of the castle, and it's, it's a lawn yeah. of fake grass. Which you walk by all the time, and you don't really know it's there, I'm sure, like everyone. Well, it blends so seamlessly into the scenery. I can see how it would be easily easily kind of just walked past, especially if you're beelining for your fast pass or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And like I've going, seen... Like going, like, distracted by the castle. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, ooh, oh, mm-hmm. you know what that is? It's a weenie. It's a what? It's a weenie, the castle. 
What do you mean it's a weenie? So, and this is just, this is a side note. This has nothing to do with our holiday trip report, but what Walt Disney called something that draws guests to it, it was called a weenie. Draws guests to what? To, to it. So like the castle, it's a weenie because it draws guests to it. Okay. Tower of Terror is a weenie because it draws guests to it. Okay. Why did he call it that though? Like, is there a background? Yes. So the word weenie comes from, well, it's said that when Walt got home from working all day long on his concepts for Disneyland, he would go to the kitchen while his housekeeper was preparing dinner. And while he would wait, he would grab a weenie, you know, maybe a hot dog (laughs) from the fridge and he would walk around with it and he would kind of share it with his dog. And so as long as Walt had this weenie in his hand, his dog would follow. Okay. So that's where the concept weenie came from. Okay. <laughs> so, okay, I got it. That is off topic. Yes. But it is a fun fact, <laughs> I think. interesting as hell. That's <laughs> what that is. <laughs> so, so anyways, <laughs> um, you know, with in terms of the hub line, it, it's something that I always see people relaxing on especially on instagram a lot of people you take pictures there Mm -hmm. and you know it's right in front of the castle you get a great view it's super relaxing luckily we were there on a really nice day weather wise it was sunny it wasn't too hot it wasn't chilly Mm -hmm. it was it was the perfect perfect time to kind of just sit on this lawn and enjoy Mm -hmm. and while we were there we saw the the um, uh, move it, make it show, move, move it, shake it, celebrate it street fair, street parade. Mm-hmm. And we got to see all the characters there. And I really think that I, I've never actually watched the, the, the dance party in full. And you get so close to the characters. Like I was like standing next to Woody doing like the conga Mm -hmm. and I mean that's just such a hidden gem I feel like that you know people are always kind of deep in the park doing their fast passes by the time it comes down uh, Main Street but it's definitely something like if you want to get really close to the characters and have some fun it is a great option if you didn't you know have the time to do like a meet and greet for instance so just just putting that out there Mm -hmm. we were there for like five hours we were there for like five hours so what ended up being that we we're waiting just for Richie to get his Starbucks, and then we were going to go to our fast passes. Um, we we discovered that the Hublon is actually a trap yeah, because 100%. you don't just leave; you get stuck there because of the beauty and relaxation of it. Yeah, which I, w- okay. I was going to say, which makes this trip a little bit unique to Magic Kingdom because when we started waiting there, like we ended up kind of venturing off. We, we made like a little pallet, like with a blanket, like we laid out a blanket and we hung out in shifts and just to man the spot. And we ended up seeing um, the show at the castle. We ended up seeing the, obviously the Move It, Shake It dance party. We ended up seeing the festival of, uh, festival of fantasy parade. So just by that alone, <laughs> mm-hmm. we, we ended up being at the Hublon for hours. Yeah. Missing two of our fast passes. Yep. But, I mean, it was perfect at the same time. Yeah, it was cool. I took a nap and everything. I took a nap there. Like, you saw other families come in and out, which was funny. Mm -hmm. And we were just there. 
you can like kids run around there, which is cool. Like yeah, a bunch of kids are running around wild. Mm-hmm. Which, they, they were which, wild. It's like it's like fenced off, so you don't really feel too concerned, you know, about them like running off somewhere. Yeah, like lost. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. Definitely. Um, there's a bunch of food stuff around there. You can always walk to Starbucks if you need one. Mm-hmm. While everybody else mans the picnic spot. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just it was it was a really unexpected thing and I've, I've really wanted to hang out on the on the lawn for a while now but I, you know I didn't expect that it to ha- be you know happen this trip because mm-hmm. you think holidays at Disney oh there's so much to do I have to go see this I have to go see this but it ended up being the perfect time because I think once we realized you know we're not in a rush to hurry and see everything mm-hmm. which I mean luckily we we had that ability because a lot of the things that like in terms of rides and attractions, like a lot of them we had already seen, mm-hmm. um, that we could just really just sit back, relax, watch the castle, people watch, hang out with other families on the lawn. It was awesome. Yeah, it was cool. I was, I was definitely captivated there. Captivated. <laughs> and it was cool for like people watching too. I guess you know, like you see people like taking their pictures in front of the castle, mm-hmm. which was nice. You can order hot dogs. Yeah. And just like walk over and pick it up there. So the Hublon side, because there's two sections to it. So there's the one in front of the um, in in front of Casey's Corner, mm-hmm. and there's another one in front of the Plaza Restaurant, which is across the way from Main Street. And we were in front of Casey's Corner, and so it got to that point in the afternoon where we're thinking about lunch op- options, especially since we were with kids. We didn't want them to go hungry, obviously. But <laughs> or the adults. Yeah, I know. Richie has to be fed every couple hours anyway, so. (laughs) But something that we discovered, which I'd heard a lot about on Disney news outlets, is that mobile ordering is in place for a lot of quick service restaurants. And Casey's Corner just happened to be one of those mobile ordering uh, options. So we go to My Disney Experience, the Disney app for for the parks, and we find Casey's Corner, and then it, there's an option to order food. It lists the menu. You can customize it by the side, like, oh, if you get a kid's meal, do you want apples or fries? What drink? You know, things like that. It, was, it worked very seamlessly. And then they send you a notification when your food is ready, so you know when to walk over and pick it up. Mm-hmm. And when we walked over there to pick up the food, and, and mind you, the, the food was ready in like less than probably five or 10 minutes. Like it was very, very quick, especially when we're just sitting there relaxing, like not noticing the times going by. Uh, we walked to Casey's Corner and the line was out the door and doing switchbacks. So wrapping back and forth. Mm-hmm. Because the line was so long. The mobile ordering pickup line was one person deep. (laughs) So it just, it made me really, really appreciate what a gem mobile ordering is for now. I don't know if that changes in the future because people are going to realize how awesome it is. Um, And of course, if there's technical difficulties, like if the app's not working, you, you couldn't do it, but it's definitely something that I think everybody should give give a try, especially if you're trying to save some, some time and you're with a big group and you just want to do things kind of quickly without everybody waiting in line. It's a great option. Mm-hmm. And Casey's Corner was delicious. It was good. I had the mac and cheese hot dog. What'd you think of that? It was good. Like it was, I will say that it wasn't like amazing because 
it, it could have been like cafeteria food, like the mac and cheese was. Like it wasn't like the best mac and cheese ever, mm-hmm. but it was cool because it's not a hot dog. <laughs> but like you can tell, obviously, it was made like very quickly, not with like the greatest of love. Well, <laughs> I mean, it is fast food. That's what I'm saying. It's fast food. No, I get it. But it was good for being fast food, though. It was really good. Do, do I remember you mentioning that the food, the mac and cheese on top of the hot dog, it was like cafeteria mac and cheese in a good way? Yeah. It tastes good. Mm-hmm. It tastes good. Like, you can just tell that it wasn't like homemade mac and cheese, you know? That's what I was trying to point It was out. from like a bag. Mac and cheese. Yeah, but it was bag. good, though. Definitely worth trying. <laughs> That's If you funny. like mac and cheese and hot dogs. Well, I had the corn dog nuggets with fries. Those were also really delicious. I highly mm. recommend them. I got like 20 corn dog nuggets. Okay, it wasn't 20, it was like 10, but it was, it felt like 20 mm. it was a lot. It was shareable. And then I also had the ornament brownie, which was delicious, by yeah. the way. So try it if you're there before the holidays. Um, all right, so after the, the Festival of Fantasy Parade was mm. finished, we looked at each other and decided, okay, we should probably move from the Hublon, and this was like at hour like three or four, we should probably move from there and do at least maybe one of our fast passes that we had. Mm-hmm. So we ended up riding It's a Small World, which, Richie, you said you don't remember riding It's a Small World in the past. I don't. So what was that like for you? Well, first of all, I just want to mention that we were extremely upset when we left the Hublon <laughs> because it was it, it, it felt crowded then. Like, we, like every, people were just everywhere. Whereas when we were on that lawn, it felt like we were just by ourselves there hanging out. Mm-hmm. So that was a... A terrible decision at the time. But, um, <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> but yeah, so we went to It's a Small World, and uh, I remember you saying about, you know, like how, how crazy like all the rooms were and how there was like suns and stuff like and moons and stuff, which we were trying to find it. We were trying to find everything. So we, we saw that there were suns in every room mm-hmm. and moons in some of them, but they all had moon lighting. Yes. So we discovered that there might be like a caveat to the, the, the moon and sun in every room in It's a Small World, which is what the song says, of course. It's like, mm-hmm. there is just one moon and one golden sun. Mm-hmm. So perhaps there's just one sun and then just one moonlight yeah. in each room. Yeah, because we couldn't, <laughs> unless their moons were there and we just couldn't find them, but, mm-hmm. um, but we tried hard. But it was cool. I mean, it was just a boat ride, you know? <gasps> Just a boat ride. Just a boat ride, and you know, the little dolls were dancing. Some of the dolls oh, were scary. Oh my! First of all, how are some of the dolls scary? They all have the same face. No, because they're like dressed differently. Like some of them are like doing like I don't know. It was, it wasn't something that I would like to do multiple times. I will say. Wow, this is opening a can of worms. You didn't tell me this. Yeah, because I don't know. It's like most things, though. Like, <laughs> like I don't want to do Winnie the Pooh multiple times. Yeah. It's the same thing. I like it's a small world. I like that it's relaxing. Why? Okay, go. Yeah. <laughs> Curious to hear this. I like that it's relaxing. I like the song. I like that the colors of the costumes, because it is at the end of the day, even though it's not like a big grand representation of each country, you still get a nice look into what maybe a sari looks like in India up close. Mm-hmm. because like real fabric is used on the saris you know it's like mm-hmm. one of those things and then the 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 bright colors and i think it's i think it's a great uh, a great classic of yeah. a ride to be honest but like i'm not the only one because i had a friend reach out to me on instagram that because like i posted a video of like you know us both on there or whatever and he was like like and my face was just like you know the somewhat bored face you know while you were having the time of your life 
<laughs> on the ride. <laughs> but he was like, yeah, I mean, I, I see, you know, I don't know why my girlfriend loves to go on that every time we go to Disney. You know, <laughs> he was like in the same boat. No pun intended. Yeah, but right. <laughs> <laughs> he was in the same boat. He was like, I don't get it. And I feel like I'm in the same way. Like, I don't see why, you know, people would do that quite often. And you know what? Something about It's a Small World is, and I, maybe, okay. This is a ride that Walt himself envisioned. Mm-hmm. And he wanted to represent, he wanted to show unity of the world by having all these different cultures on mm-hmm. this ride. And so it's not even that something that Walt envisioned. It's something that he realized and developed. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was there. Does that make you appreciate it a little bit more? So, I mean, I'm imagining that he pretty much had a say in almost everything that's there. So, including Winnie the Pooh. So just because he, like, you know, in, you know made something, I don't know if it, it's going to, like, sway my... Like, unless there's, like, some crazy connection or crazy like idea that he had about it then maybe but like i don't know it's still not it's still not something that's like crazy because also not that entertaining if you think about it like it's cool to see but for from like an entertainment value it's hard for a regular person to go in there and and get entertained by that no and i i can agree with that because i mean for the i guess air quotes regular person Um, who's been exposed to, you know, it's, and maybe they're all about roller coasters or maybe they're all about like, like, uh, VR technology Mm -hmm. and things like that. Like, no, it's a small world is not any of that. Mm -hmm. So I can see how it might like superficially, it's not the most entertaining. So I think we're just gonna have to stop at that. Yeah. (laughs) Cause this has ventured off into somewhere. Yeah. Let's talk about the holidays at at Disney world. All right. So other rides that we rode are the Little Mermaid and um, the Prince, uh, the the, car- the carousel, not the okay. carousel progress. Say that one more time. Sorry. Okay. So other rides that we rode are the Little Mermaid and the uh, the carousel. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Sorry. All right. So we didn't really do that many rides. And I really wanted to ride the Jingle Cruise, but the wait time by the time we left the lawn was like over an hour. So mm-hmm. it just didn't pan out to yeah. where we could ride the Jingle Cruise, which I didn't even want to bring it up to Richie that the Jingle Cruise, like I didn't want to oh, remind him about, about it. it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like I knew up. you would forget. So I didn't want to remind <laughs> you because I knew you would want, like, I knew you would want to ride it, even though you might understand, like, obviously we can't because it's, it's a long wait. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was really disappointed, I guess, that we didn't take the time to get fast passes earlier for it, mm-hmm. which, my bad. Which you do all the time because you don't plan these well. Because you never get fast passes early. <laughs> That's because I, I have no reason. Mm-hmm. I have no reason. And I know no you excuse. don't. I'm sorry. And I really should be better at that. New Year's resolution next yeah. year. Okay. But... That's the thing about Magic Kingdom, I feel like, especially during the holidays, because it is crowded, but at the same time, to just enjoy being there, listening to holiday music and looking at all the beautiful decorations, the trees, the wreaths, 
I mean, it's it's really, really kind of a big experience in itself. Mm-hmm. How did you feel about that? Like the decor? Well, I thought we had we had an, I had a personally an amazing time just laying down in the Hublon, listening to the music, listening to like the Christmas music. That was pretty cool. Like just sitting there listening to that, you know, hearing, you know, just in a, in a good aura of an environment with the castle there. I think that was cool. Yeah. And I mean, it's definitely the atmosphere is you totally feel like, oh, it's the holidays. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling excited about it. And the Christmas trees are like huge. I know. Yeah. I, I want to, I wonder how tall it is because it's, it's taller than all the buildings on Main Street. Yeah. I mean, it just towers all yeah, the way over huge. them. So before we left the Magic Kingdom to go to Hollywood Studios, we did stop at at um, Starbucks again for Richie for our, well, we all got Starbucks though because we were kind of tired by then. <laughs> um, and then we, we ran into the Move It, Shake It party again and we watched it again, which was awesome. <laughs> I don't know why I have this newfound love of it. Yeah. And I don't think I ever had it before, but I think that's wonderful. Even though it's not a special offering, it's mm-hmm. wonderful to see because I can see it all year long. Yeah. So once we left, I was kind of like, we got to move, we got to hurry because Jingle Bell Jingle Jam was at 6.30 and we were going to be late for it. Mm-hmm. And once we got to Hollywood Studios, I knew that we were gonna, probably going to miss it because there was a line to get through bag check, like one of the longest lines I've been in. Super long. For a bag check in a while, yeah. and so as it as we were waiting, the show was actually happening. Yeah. So I got to see a couple of fireworks. That was mm-hmm. cool. What did you think of that? Yes, we saw fireworks. It was, I mean, it was just fireworks. Yeah. There's not. There wasn't <laughs> no anything crazy about point. it. Yeah. No idea what was going on. Just saw yeah. fireworks and heard music. <laughs> so once we enter Hollywood Studios, the there's snow to there's snow going on 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 the street, mm-hmm. and I gotta say like. The snow, I liked it, but I think it went on for just a tad too long in terms of time because mm. it went up my nose several times yeah. during the while we were walking from the entrance to Sunset Boulevard. Yeah. I think they should make it too, so like if you want to exit the snow, that you can. Because <laughs> it didn't feel like you could have like gotten away from it if you don't want to be in it anymore. Well, you could go into the shops. Yeah, but I don't know. It was a lot of snow, though. Like, it was a lot. And, you know, I remember the, what's the other show that was there that they closed down? That had snow also. Oh, the um, the Osborne Festival yeah. of Life. So I remember that being like cool because it had snow and everything, but it was not that much snow. Yeah. Like it was. Oh, you're right. It was less, dense. Yeah. yeah, it was much less snow, and it was like it was cool because it was snow and it was like enjoyable. But at some point, we were getting hit in the face by by snow, and like we just like couldn't have a normal conversation because it was a blizzard. Yeah, basically, it was a, exactly. <laughs> so <laughs> it was rough. Yeah, but I mean, it it definitely adds to the atmosphere. And the Hollywood Studios, you know, is also so decked out for Christmas. And the decorations are really wonderful. And the cool thing about Disney is, like, no matter where you go, the decor is going to be totally different Mm -hmm. depending on where you are. So even though, yes, it's all Christmas or, you know... It's, it's going to be different than what it is from the park that you just came from or the hotel that you just came from, let's say. Yeah. So we're walking towards Sunset Boulevard because we want to see um, the Sunset Seasons greetings on Tower of Terror. It is crowded. Yeah. We're trying to go through with a double-wide stroller, mm-hmm. and it's just like one of those things, like I'm, I'm not a mom yet, I'm just an aunt, 
but trying to maneuver that, I feel like you, you, you're trying not to be rude and cut people off because there's so much crowds like going through and I'm like, excuse me, like making a sharp right to get mm-hmm. onto the sidewalk so I can get to where I need to go. Yeah. Um, Which I think speaking of, I think everyone should get like a one of those strollers that are for jogging. It seems like it's appropriate for Disney. Yeah, so my sister has a jogger double-wide stroller, and wow, that thing turns well. Yeah. It's got the turning radius of... of yes, so something. I think that, like... <laughs> Thank yeah, you. I didn't see that going anywhere. <laughs> Sorry. So, you know, a lot of strollers I see out there, at least, like, one, they're, like, really long. Like, if it's, like, you know, they're sitting, like, one in front, which I guess, like, you know, depending on how the kids are, that might be a good thing. But a lot of times it's hard to maneuver, it's hard to turn, you know, but, like, this thing was super agile, And it was good for, it seemed like it was a great idea for crowds and stuff. So I think, you know, if you're, even if you're not a jogger, you know, with your, uh, with your kids, this would be a really cool, a really cool item to have for, for a Disney trip. I think Richie's singing its praises because he secretly wanted to be in the double stroller, like laying down himself. 100%. (laughs) But you, you don't want to be in a stroller that's not agile. Exactly. But anyways, so we finally make it to Sunset Boulevard and I mean, like I said, it was crowded, but we did have managed to find a seat at Rosie's All-American Cafe, which is the quick service area mm-hmm. um, on the left side as you're walking towards the Tower of Terror. And just a side note, so the Sunset Seasons Greetings projection show, it's, it runs continuously so you can see it and hear it, actually, because the music is projected all through Sunset Boulevard for hours on end because it, it didn't stop. Mm-hmm. And I thought it would be kind of like Osborne Lights where... You have a show for a couple minutes, then it stops for some time, and then you have another show. But this one just, you could just be there enjoying, not even paying attention to it, and it's going on. Mm-hmm. I wonder if that's, like, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Why? Like, because it's just always on. Mm-hmm. So, like, it doesn't make it special. And you know what? It's funny that you say that, because in a way, when we were sitting at, at, at Rosie's All-American Cafe when, when like you couldn't really have a view of the Tower of Terror from where we were sitting because there was an awning and it was just going on. It's kind of like it doesn't add anything. Not, mm. not that it doesn't add anything, but you don't you don't feel the urge to like go watch it because it's on mm-hmm. because you already like it's just running and running and running. Yeah. Yeah. So but and they had that stupid long short thing on the on the screen. So what Richie's talking about is a clip from Olaf's Frozen Adventure is actually projected onto and a part of the Sunset Seasons greetings. And I don't know what he has against this short, but he he just always speaks so negatively of it. I thought it was a nice story. It is a nice story, but it's because they stole my time at that time. Okay. So I'm like still bitter about it. He's bitter that ahead of Coco, when we were sitting there watching it and it kept going on, he was like, why is it Where's the movie? Okay, well, you have to move on because it's done. And you lost that time already, so get over it. Um, But anyways, we we stayed at at Rosie's for the remainder of our time at at Hollywood Studios. We also did not move from there. (laughs) It was like it was the hub spot all over it again. It was it was the hub lawn all over again, mm-hmm. and part of that was actually the crowds. The kids were tired. Everybody mm-hmm. was kind of hungry, so it was, it was just relaxing though to have you know the music from the the show on the on on the Tower of Terror, just in the background, and we we were just hanging out talking mm-hmm. around a table. So it was it was fun. Yeah, I still think. 
So then we wrapped up the night, we, we left, and we retreated to all-star music for just a little while because then we went to meet friends at Disney Springs mm -hmm. and we had dinner at, at Frontera, which is a Mexican restaurant by the chef Rick Bayless. And it was really, really good. Yeah, the place was nice. It was expensive, but it was good. Yeah, so it was a little bit pricey, but I guess you could see, like, I mean, it's kind of like Disney prices. Like, everything's mm -hmm. a little bit more expensive, unfortunately. Um, but the food was really good. The service was good. Um, the atmosphere was really, really nice. It's a beautiful restaurant full of colors and... Um, the menu options are all really, really good, especially if you like Mexican food. So we had a really good time. Now, I will say, Disney Springs, and I'm really, really upset that this has happened to me, but it's like you don't even recognize it from what it was just a few years ago when we lived in Orlando. Mm -hmm. it's, it's changed completely, which is it's awesome because it's new experiences, new restaurants, but like... Like our friends, they kind of asked me, oh, do you know where it is? And I'm like, I, I have no idea where this restaurant is when we were looking for it. And I felt really guilty as a Disney lover because I don't know. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I need a map. <laughs> I shouldn't need a map. No, you shouldn't. <laughs> Should have it memorized. Thank you. But we don't go there a lot, so. Yeah, that's true. And then we went to Raglan Road after dinner to have a couple drinks. And there was a live guitarist singing... Irish stuff. Irish stuff. Well, mm -hmm. some non-Irish stuff, but like a lot of modern songs. It was a one-man. Mm -hmm. It was a one-man guitarist, and it yeah. was super entertaining. You know, nonetheless. Um, so the next day, we we didn't have too too much plan. Like the original plan was that we would do a little bit of resort hopping, hopping, and we we had a breakfast reservation for Chef Mickey's, which is kind of like character breakfast of character breakfast like if you're gonna do a character breakfast mm -hmm. chef mickey's is the pinnacle why because it has mickey mouse it has the fab five so mickey Minnie, donald goofy pluto but didn't the other one have that no so we went to cape may cafe on our october trip and there was just Minnie, goofy and donald Oh, Mickey wasn't there? Mm-mm. Uh. No, he wasn't. Okay. It was Minnie's Beach Bash breakfast. Yeah. So we we get there, and um, the food is okay. I thought that Kate May Cafe had better breakfast, especially, like, in terms of, like, like um, variety, because they had not just, you know, the standard waffles, pancakes, sausage, bacon, but they also had, like, some breakfast salads, some, some really delicious fresh stuff that they made as well. Mm -hmm. uh, what did you think of the food? I thought it was like the exact same. Oh, okay. Because you had the exact same. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Nothing changed to me, it seemed like. <laughs> I feel like the biggest difference in terms of food offerings was the dessert bar. So they had like a huge dessert selection mm -hmm. of at, at breakfast, like of cookies and Rice Krispie treats and guava pastries. And oh, that was good. Hmm. I liked that. But let's talk a little bit about the character greetings. So... Mm -hmm. Something that I noticed that was different from our Kate May Cafe experience was that we saw the characters less at Chef Mickey's. And I think part of the reason is because it's like a bigger restaurant and what they do is they fill rooms um, uh, like sequentially. And so that first room that's filled, they see the characters a couple times and then they move on to the next room and then they, fill, they, they move the people out of that of the last room that they were in mm -hmm. does that make sense 
a little, Richie doesn't, Richie's like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Richie, you were there. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I just feel like the, you don't get to see the characters as much. Um, but you see them all at once though. You do. Like all of them were like in the same room basically at the same time. Mm-hmm. And they had like a party, which was cool that the, the other one didn't have. Yeah, so it's it's like they they say that it's a party. You wave your your napkin in the air and have a good time, mm-hmm. and then the characters are gone. Mm-hmm. Although something that my so my niece was freaking out a little bit that Mickey left her without one last goodbye mm-hmm. <laughs> in, in her mind, her two year old mind. Yeah. So uh, the cast members were nice enough to accommodate us where we could go into a different area of the restaurant and say one last hug with Mickey. Mm -hmm. So I thought that was a really special moment for her to say, to have her goodbyes and, you know, make peace with with the fact that she can't be with Mickey all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And I will say that character breakfasts, I love them because especially of the joy that you see on kids' faces when they're meeting their Disney idols, mm-hmm. but they are stressful. The kids? No. Or the, or the... As an adult. Yeah. Like, to or, like, you know, you have this plate of food in, your, in front of you and you, you want to eat. eat it, but you can't eat it because you're just like, oh, here comes Mickey, yeah. here comes Minnie. I feel like at some point you shouldn't even plan to eat, like, until it's over. Mm-hmm. Or you just show up and really not eat. Yeah, that's true. But it sucks because it's a it's a buffet, so it's like you have to um, you have to eat. Yeah, but at some <laughs> point, because like it's it's for real. Like I'm mid pancake and Mickey shows up. Like what do you do? <laughs> you know, like, what do you like do? yeah, I'm not gonna keep eating. What like I have to stop. Stand up with your fork in the yeah, hand. <laughs> and then before you know it, like Donald's on deck. And you're just like, <laughs> now my pancake's cold and soggy. Yeah, wow, <laughs> so, it's rough. Yeah, but I thought it was it was a really really fun experience. Yeah. I, I I think that if if I were to do another character breakfast out of the two, I would choose Kate May Cafe over Chef Mickey's. Mm-hmm. Even though Mickey's not there, you still get Minnie, Donald, and Goofy. Mm-hmm. So I guess it also depends on you know who you're really itching to see. Yeah. Um, but for adults, in terms of food, Kate May Cafe all the yeah. way. It was interesting because I saw like. It was cool to see, like, I saw, like, some other kids, like, freaking out, like, mm-hmm. how awesome it was. And, like, that was really cool to see. But then there was also, like, a, I think there was a couple that was there also that, you know, they were, like, I would just, I didn't see it because they were behind me. But I would just hear them, like, oh, hey, Mickey, Minnie, and, like, like them as adults interacting, which I just, to me, that was, it was interesting. Okay. It was just, like, an interesting experience because it's not something that I would have expected, like, adults to go and do by themselves which a lot of adults do go to character breakfast you know without kids yeah and i mean if if for an adult it's probably a mixture of like the food and the characters whereas the Mm -hmm. kids it's like all about the characters of course yeah but yeah i mean i've seen it before and it's every everybody's gonna have like a a favorite character that they're gonna want to see especially as an adult and i mean like, would you get excited to see? No, because here's what here's what I was thinking about. So I remember when we had first, um, you know, started going to Disney together. I had like asked, I had asked something, and like, and I remember something happened. I just heard the term character breakfast, and I was like, what is that? And they're like, oh, it's a you know thing where they have like the character and stuff like that. I'm like, okay, that sounds stupid. Oh. Like for my for, for for as an adult. Yeah. I was like, okay, I'm not like I'm not super interested in doing that because there's just the characters running around while I'm trying to eat my food. Yeah. As a child, that is amazing for them to experience, but I wouldn't like say like let's go do 
for, w with the exception of like it looks cool on pictures like that's really cool you know but other than that like for the actual experience that's not something i would like won't be wanting to do but, Especially if it alters with my food. Like, if you were to have... I mean, obviously, you, you, you didn't really grow up with Disney. But, mm -hmm. like, what if you're... You know, there's an adult who grew up with Disney and is now only able to go to the parks and experience it and meet Mickey and Minnie, mm -hmm. like, in this type of setting. Yeah, no, it's cool. It's like, But that's the thing. Like, you have to be, like, in it. Yeah. You know? Which, speaking of being in it, so I also did some, like, a little bit of... I don't say research, but... So my mom went with us, right? Mm -hmm. And I think I had been previously to Disney like once or twice when I was a kid. And I think I went when I was five. And I just, I remember my mom telling me like, you know, like, wow, this is like, it's so crazy here because she was doing a bunch of stuff with us because you know so much about Disney. But when she had taken me, she was like, honestly, I had no idea what I was doing here. <laughs> we just came and we just saw stuff and that was, and then we left mm -hmm. and that was it. Which to me... It's like, that's like a normal thing for a lot of people. I feel like a lot of people go to Disney and they have no idea what's happening. Yeah. So like they're losing. So it's almost like, it's almost like they, I don't want to say waste money, but it's like they're losing, they're, they're, it's like a big missed opportunity for a lot of people that's never been to Disney because they have no idea what's going on. If you do your research, which we live in a day and age, like when you were five, like research of Disney parks, mm -hmm. you couldn't research beforehand mm -hmm. to kind of get the your bearings ahead of time because you know it's going to be an overwhelming experience. But nowadays, you luckily have that ability. I mean, who has the time, I know, to do it, but mm -hmm. it's it's something that's available. And yeah. I think that people do, even, even if they're not Disney people and they just, like, they just go, I think that people do enjoy being there because there's... It's it's overwhelming, but you know you get to do a lot of fun stuff. Like at the end of the day, you go to Disney because it's fun. Yeah. Just feel like I don't know. Disney's. We need to educate people on the cool stuff to do at Disney. I think that's what we're doing. Okay. <laughs> or at least Richie, that's what I'm doing to you. <laughs> so, anyways, our our original plan was to go resort hopping around the monorail loop, so to Polly and we'll we'll and not. Well, obviously, Wilderness, Wilderness Lodge is not is not on the monorail loop, but it's by the Magic Kingdom. Mm -hmm. But we didn't go because um, it was crowded. Time just got away from us, and so we just ended up uh, heading out. But I, oh, one last thing I forgot to say about the contemporary. So their gingerbread display. And, and I mentioned this on a previous episode, is Cinderella-themed this year. And the shingles from the gingerbread that they sell have an imprinted glass blue glitter slipper on it. That's pretty cool. I ate it. It was delicious. Yeah. It was magical. That is cool. Um, so, yeah. I mean, this. I, in summary, this Disney trip, at least for me, in terms of, like, holiday fun, it was really, really magical because we got to experience it all together. And, you know, it's... It's almost like it's not how much you do, but mm -hmm. it's like where and who you do it with. Mm -hmm. So I feel like I would give this trip an A. Okay. What would you give this trip? Um, I mean, for the purposes of like, I think every trip technically is an A. Okay. Because once everyone's happy, it's all I care about. Because <laughs> at the end of the day, if I wasn't with any of you guys, I wouldn't even be at Disney. So to me, it doesn't matter. But it's an A. But it's an A. Okay. <laughs> So. As long as I get at that final seal of approval. Yeah. <laughs> and 
for anybody listening out there, I would love to hear about your Disney experiences, what your holiday magic that you like from Disney is, and yeah, that's all I got, Ricard. Yeah, cool. Well, that's all we have for today, I'm assuming. Okay, so <laughs> for anyone that's tuning in, we really appreciate anyone to uh, give us a rating, subscribe, let us know what you thought. And we're on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Medium. We're on like almost all social media accounts. So whatever it is that you prefer, check us out on there. Follow us. Leave us a line. Tell us know what you think about the podcast. We'd appreciate it. We also have a flash briefing available called the Walt Daily on your Alexa device, which yes. I would be... Which you can get a taste of. I, I did a mixtape. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dropped a volume one of her mixtape, which yeah. is a compilation of, of the previous Alexa briefings that we've done, which or that she's done. So check those out. It's pretty cool. And as always, we so, so very much appreciate anybody who's watching, anybody who's listening. And we really like... We really appreciate, we like it too. Yeah. We appreciate you dedicating some of your time to, to listening to us and it's, it means so, so much. And I hope you guys all have a really, really magical day wherever you are. Goodbye.